Let's go! It's now time for Kingdom Talk, focusing on Bible strategies in a complicated marketplace. This will be a rich and informative spirit-filled half hour that's both inspiring and entertaining for you. Always remember, when two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. Matthew 18, 20. Now welcome to Kingdom Talk Live. Hello and welcome to Kingdom Talk. I'm Jeff Bird, and right at the top of the show today, we would like to thank our sponsors who have made this show possible. They are Kingdom Marketplace International, who publishes a Kingdom Life magazine. We want to thank them, and also we have a new sponsor that is Movement Day Together 2021. This is a movement that's coming up on October 22nd and 23rd. And for more information about that, you can visit movement.org. That's movement.org. And hey, our topic for today, we got a great topic coming up uh, and one that I don't think is talked about enough. And this topic is called Alive from the Dead. Alive from the dead. And I got two verses I'd like to share with you. The first is from Romans 6 4. And it says, Therefore, we have been buried with him. They're talking about Jesus. We've been buried with him through baptism into death, so that as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in newness of life. That's Romans 6 4. And the next is Colossians 2 13 through 15, which reads, When you were dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made you alive with Christ. He forgave us all our sins, having canceled the charge of legal indebtedness which stood against us. He has taken it away, nailing it to the cross. May God bless that reading of his word. And now I also want to introduce the other guests that are with me today. So we have uh, calling in with us uh, the chaplain, Diane Stevenson. She serves as chaplain with the United Chaplains International of Virginia. She's a chaplain with the Christian Broadcasting Network Prayer Center, and she's pastored a prayer and worship center church with her husband for over 10 years. She graduated Regent University, and she's a certified life coach with the Say Life Coach Institute. She has a heart and passion to serve God and bring hope, help, and healing to all through the love of Jesus Christ. Next, we have with us the Reverend Willie Butler. He is the founder and president of the Kingdom Seed Foundation and its educational division, the Life Planning Institute. Since 2012, Reverend Butler has served as an associate pastor in two churches and is an advisor on biblical principles of stewardship and practical money management. He has also authored four books on the kingdom of God and advancing God's kingdom on earth. We also have with us today, we're glad she's back and doing well. We have with us the Reverend Dr. Peggy Turner. She was the senior pastor of Redeeming Fire Christian Outreach Ministries in Fontana, California. She was born and raised in Harlem, New York City. She's a published author of several books and loves writing, stage plays, music, and poetry. She attended Hunter College as well as degreed from Marymount Manhattan College in New York City. After completing Elbon Apostolic College of Ministry, where she was licensed and ordained, she spent eight years as associate pastor at Morris Memorial Full Gospel Church in Los Angeles, where most of her time was spent participating in missions work around the world, preaching, serving, and feeding the homeless. 
She continues to support domestic violence awareness as well as the fight against trafficking women being bought and sold. So welcome, welcome, welcome to all of you and all of our guests today. So, so glad everybody's here with us. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to jump right into our topic for today and then we'll, you'll have a chance to hear from all of our guests. So, um, the topic again is alive from the dead. And that's something that I think, you know, often we throw around terms and speak Christianese and we confuse other people. And sometimes we, we confuse ourselves. We're, we're not even 100% sure of, of what we're talking about. And I think that this is sometimes one of those terms. So the Bible clearly says that we are alive from the dead. Now, I don't exactly remember dying. Do you? <laughs> so what exactly does this mean? And what does it mean on a daily practical level for us. So that's what we want to dive into and hear from all of our guests on this. So um, um, let's, uh, Diane, let's start with you. You, you, you there? Good morning. Okay. Good morning. Yes, I am. Hey, good morning, Diane. Good morning. So uh, the first question we've got up is what does it mean to you that God says you are alive from the dead? That's quite a statement. What does that look like to you? Right. It is quite a statement, and it is an exciting statement. It's something that we can rejoice over, that I rejoice over, and to be honest, actually every day. And by the way, good morning to everyone that's listening. Good morning. And all of our panel. Good, good morning, morning. Good morning. Um, yeah, it just it, what it means to me is that I'm no longer under the authority of sin. You know, like sin doesn't control me. doesn't mean that I don't sin, but it doesn't control me, and that I don't have to live in it and be, have the guilt from it. And, and have that you know eternal damnation really from it. I've now been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, by Jesus Christ. He's received, he's received me, and He has redeemed me. And so I don't have a dead relationship with God any longer, you know, where He's not even able to, to come to me and hear me because I'm I've been separated from the sin from way back when and the sin that I'm doing. But that does that doesn't happen anymore. I am alive in him. I can come to my God through Jesus Christ and ask for forgiveness and to, to continue to walk right before him. And when I live, I don't have to say it's over, forget about it. I'm, I've lo- I'm lost out. I'm not lost because I'm, I'm still alive in Christ Jesus. I love the, the scripture because it does say that I was once, you know, in that place of sin, uncircumcised of the flesh. but. God, through Jesus, made me alive. He canceled the charge. Hey, that, that's awesome. He canceled the charge of this legal, I was legally in, in this legal indebtedness. I was legally not authorized to come to God. But through Jesus Christ, he says, all that's dead is put away. You don't have to look at it anymore. You can come boldly to the throne of grace, and I'll hear you every time. So that's enough to rejoice about. So that's what it looks like. That's what it means to me to be alive from the dead. I, I live again. I breathe again, but I breathe in Jesus Christ, not in just this flesh. Thank wow. you. Wow, Diane, that that's just powerful. Everything you just said. Wow, just 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 amen to that. Amen. Amen, amen. to all of it. And uh, 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 let's go to you, Reverend Butler. And, and uh, what what are your thoughts on that? What does that look like to you? How do you see it? Well, good morning, everyone. Uh, I knew Diane would deliver. So (laughs) I'd say it's time to take up the offering right now. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But actually, as I uh, as I reflected upon this question, what came to mind really uh, took me back to our root heritage and really understanding the significance of what uh, being dead to sin really means. 
because if you think about it, you know, mankind became dead soon after Adam and Eve sinned against the ordinances of God. It goes all the way back to Genesis. Mankind's destiny was forever shifted from the ideal trajectory God intended, you know, for us, which was eternal life and fellowship with Him. But because of the original sin, all mankind was subject to sin, and all mankind was subject to death. So it took this redemption process in order to get us to the place where now we are set free from that. So it, what it also identifies, though, is that our first death already occurred. You see, because those who have accepted Jesus Christ, your first death was a spiritual death. It was dying to your flesh and rising in Christ to where you now live by faith and you live by the leading of the Holy Spirit. So the fact that we've chosen to uh, make that distinction and, and enter into this relationship with Christ, that which was the original sin of the past that affects all humankind gets us into this realm where we're now living a distinguishable life, a life that's set apart from what the world still encounters. So the world is still dead. The world is still filled with sin and are the lives of those people who haven't accepted Jesus Christ. But those of us who have are free from this because of the fact that uh, the original sin that we had to overcome was the spiritual separation that God allowed to occur in the Garden of Eden. Okay? He cut man off. And the, the, the physical uh, evidence of that would be the, the separating man and taking him out of the Garden of Eden. I won't go on too much because I realize we've got a lot of uh, people who need to speak. But the essence of it is that uh, we need to recognize that what the Lord put into place was a, a process to redeem us unto himself, knowing that from the beginning, man's ability to free himself from his sin nature and from death could not be, occur without Jesus Christ. Right. Amen to that, too. Wow. That, that, that was good. I, I know I could just tell you got you got I got a lot brewing on that topic. So thank you. Thank you very much for sharing I wanted that. to go deeper. You're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Reverend Dr. Morris, what what do you think about that? What does that look like in your life? Well, hello, everyone. I'm back <laughs> again. <laughs> Praise God. Well, what that looks like in my life is um. A lot like um, what Diane just said, freedom from sin means that, to me, it means we're alive in Christ. And dead in sin is you're living in sin. If you're living in sin, you're dead. You're dead to yourself. You're dead to your body. And to be, freedom, uh, to be free, you have to be alive in Christ. There has to be a point where we take him on as our Savior. He promised that we would be alive forever with him if we are saved. And to be absent from the body is to be one with Christ. When my soul leaves this earthen body, I'll be with God forever. And beyond that, while I'm still here, it calls for a change in my life. The way I was walking, we turn around a 180, and we go the other direction. <clears throat> yes, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, a 180 for sure. And, you know, when I think about this in my life, you know, I, I think about it just 
and kind of simplistic uh, way, actually, you know. And, and, and I think, you know, before I knew Christ, it wasn't that I ever died physically. You know, none of us here have died physically. You know, some of us have come close, but we've never died physically. Uh, now, that's coming one day. But what, what it is is I was completely dead on the inside. I was dead. There was just, hey, this is all on me. I've got to figure this out. I've got to find something that makes me feel alive. And I think all of us did that. We all sought things and looked after things, depending on what our experience had been. It may have shaped us in different ways, but always looking for life, looking for life. Maybe it's in the promotion. Maybe it's in the girlfriend. Maybe it's in uh, the, the job, the, the whatever, you know, whatever it was that seemed to bring us life. But none of that was life. And so from God's perspective, he looked at it and just said, I am life. I'm abundant life. I'm eternal life. I'm just, I'm forever, and I am, and I'm all that, and more than you can imagine, but you're cut off from it. You, you, you went your own way. You know, it started way back in the Garden of Eden. You went your own way, and that is what it is to really be dead, you know? And then one day, the, the physical death is going to catch up, but you're just living as a dead person, looking for life. And then when I looked and saw Jesus came down out of his love for me, he came down and he took that death. And he says, now because of me, you're restored. You get my place, you get my life, you're restored. And then it's like, I'm not looking for that life anymore. Now there's a lot of things that come to try to distract me, you know, and I still make mistakes sometimes, probably not the same mistakes, a different set of mistakes, but uh, you know, I'm still trying to learn and grow. It doesn't mean I'm perfect outwardly, but I'm perfect in the standing, the standing. He's like, you are alive with me. Your standing is perfect. I've given it to you as a gift. You can't earn it. That's who you are. Are. And even like last week, I was uh, getting ready to give a presentation and I was watching all the people come in and I thought, oh my goodness, they're, they're all coming to listen to what I've got to say. And then I thought, but you know, I'm not alone. I'm not alone. I'm not in this room right here alone. You know, and there, there's more than just the physical people around me. I'm not alone anymore. I'm alive. So that's what it means to me is that, that I'm not dead anymore. I'm not looking for life. I'm not on my own. He's with me. So the next question I want to go to is, um, what, what practical difference does this make to you on a daily basis? And Diane, we'll, we'll circle back around and start with you. What, what, pra- what real practical down to earth, uh, difference does that make on a daily basis in your day to day life? Oh, yes. Well, number one, it just means that I don't walk in the world with no hope. Uh, That used to be without Christ and without knowing Jesus, without having this true light in Christ, I wasn't able to experience walking in him in the way that I walk in him and with him. Like uh, now, he's just real. He's, He's absolutely real in my life, and I know that. I have this true answer to all my life questions through Jesus Christ. Uh, where, like you were talking about, um, Jeff, you know, just you're feeling that dead on the inside. I don't have that dead. I, I know I'm alive on the inside. I'm alive in my days of disappointment. I'm alive in my days of rejection or whatever it is I'm going through. I know that I have someone that has been uh, given to me because of me accepting this life in Christ and being dead to sin. Someone is with me always. And Jeff, you and I just talked about this, I think yesterday, is is like before I go to share a word or anything that I go to do, I always say, all right, Holy Spirit, I know I can't do this alone. I know you're with me. I know you're going to go up there and, you know, help me because I'm going to be terrible without you. And and that's part of that that, uh, package, that gift that we get through life. And so practically, I literally walk around 
truly every day with my good friend, my coach, my mentor, my teacher, my counselor, my comforter, my cheerleader. You know, he, he's just with me always. So I can constantly be talking with him and getting uh, even correction, you know, telling me, don't do this. Or, Why did you do that? Or make, you know, and it's not like he's, well, sometimes I actually kind of feel like I hear him too, but it's an impression on my heart that lets me know when I'm doing something great and when I'm not doing something so great, how to do something differently. He speaks with me and talks with me. So my practical, the practical difference that having this, uh, aliveness in the Lord and dead in my sin is that I now have been given the best friend ever to help guide me and I'm not doing it alone. Wow, Thank Diane, I, I love that. And I love what you, you use the word hope, mm. you know, and it just occurred to me in this, in this day and age, so many of us need hope, you know, and just mm-hmm. because I don't know the way just means there's a way I haven't seen yet, but he knows that way. And he's yeah. like, you said, my best friend who's right there and I can still be at peace even when I have no idea what's getting ready to come next. Cause he knows and he's with me. So that's wonderful. Thank you for that. And, uh, Willie, let's, let's go to you. What, what does this look like to you on a very practical daily level? There's a, another distinction I would draw um, between that person who's accepted Christ as Lord versus the one who's still living in sin and in darkness and subsequently death because they've not accepted Christ. And that has to do with uh, what it says in Hebrews 9.27. It is appointed for men once to die and after this the judgment. Once you've accepted Jesus Christ, your subject to the judgment is not like that of the sinner who's no longer, who's not in Christ. In other words, there's still another facet of this life one lives who has not accepted Jesus. And this is why it becomes important to me on a day-to-day basis to understand. I'm not subject to the same uh, uh, judgment that the person who hasn't accepted Christ is going to face in life. And the reason that's important is because as everything Diane said, I have a relationship now that's based upon a spiritual communication that's consistent, and I'm always being fed. The Holy Spirit is with me, and therefore I'm always in a relationship where God is allowing me to grow moment by moment because I can receive transmissions that that are feeding me and helping me understand who I am in Him. And I'm constantly reminded of this daily because you encounter people all the time who are dead to Christ. Therefore, they're dead to the knowledge of who they are and certainly who the, not the knowledge of who God is. And I, you know, I, I feel for them. I feel like um, they just don't understand. It's more than just not accepting that Jesus Christ is Lord. It's what comes along with that embrace that gives you this this fervence of life, this ability to live a much more robust life because there's this power in you. There's this transmission of authority and, and knowledge and, and, and again, a, a power that, that comes, that dunamis power, as we like to say in Christianese again, <laughs> uh, because of the fact that we've accepted Jesus Christ. So this is what I'm mindful of each day when, we, uh, when I encounter people who don't have that relationship. I'm constantly... Uh, well, I'm giving thanks. I'm, I'm constantly saying, Lord, thank you, because I realize I've got something that's very special and that's eternal. 
Right. I love that, like that dunamis word that you used. Uh, I think that's the word that we get dynamic from. It's this powerful, dynamic <laughs> life. And so it's not like, yeah, you need to come into the family. You're still on the outside trying to figure it out on your own and frankly not doing so hot, that's you know, right. but it's like you need now that you're in the family, of course, you're going to grow. Kids always grow, you know, and develop. They're always we're always learning something new, but you're in the family. You're in my family of life. And that's forever because I'm forever. So welcome home. And I was reading a verse that this morning that said, keep yourselves in the love of God. It's like, remember that above all the other things around you. So, so Peggy, what, what, I want to get to you. What do you think about that? What does that sure. look like on a very practical daily level? On a practical daily level, first of all, I feel like we're talking about being saved versus not being saved. And without Jesus, I didn't even know I was dead. I was mm. just walking talking, acting crazy. Sometimes things worked out. Sometimes they didn't. I always attribute the one when it did, I attributed it to myself. Didn't know. The worst thing in the world is to be wrong and not know that you're wrong. You're just walking and you're moving. That's when you're dead. But you don't realize that. You don't even know that until you come in to the knowledge of who Christ is. How do you do that? You just keep on walking every day, every day. And eventually he will reveal himself. He will open himself to you. If you look at your life, I was just walking around and didn't even know I was dead. Things would happen. Sometimes they were good. Sometimes they weren't. And like I said, I attribute that to myself because I always felt like I could figure it out. I can figure it out. I'm smart enough. I figured this out. I figured that I had no idea, really, that he was looking right over my shoulder and he was guiding me in everything that I had to do. So that is my practical understanding of what that means. Yeah, that's beautiful. And what I, what I love that you just just talked about is that you can be dead and not even, and not know. even know it. You're just go, it's mm-hmm. almost like the movie The Matrix. It reminds me of that. You can be just doing all the having all this life and it's just a whole sham. It's just you're just a, a dead man walking like the movie was, you yes. know. You don't even know. You're just going through motions. You're just part of a part of a bigger thing that you don't even understand and the whole the whole design is to keep you in the dark. That's right. You know, just to keep you in the dark. So, mm-hmm. hey, Peggy, would you do that? Would you mind, I know this is kind of spontaneous, but would you mind praying for our listeners that, uh, that they would have this waking up experience to, to come into the light in life? Sure. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this is the day the Lord has made. Father, we ask forgiveness for anything that does not look like you. Father, we want to come to you with a clean heart. Creating us a clean heart and renew a right spirit in us before we start even asking you anything, Lord Jesus. But your children are out there. Your sons and your daughters are daughters of the king, sons mm-hmm. of the king, Father. And they are walking, many are walking in death and don't even know it. Today, Father, I ask in the name of Jesus that you enlighten them, that you send warriors to them, Lord Jesus. Angels, hallelujah. Yes, Lord, in the name of Jesus, to enlighten them, to open up their mind, open up their heart, give them revelation to who you are and how much you love them. We thank you, Lord, and we believe in the name of Jesus that it is already done. Amen. 
Amen. Amen. Amen. Thank you for that. And so, so I've got one more question. We've only got a couple of minutes left. So this is kind of going to be our lightning round. Um, (laughs) And that is, we'll go, we'll start with you, Diane. So what practice or practices help you remember that this is the case, that you're, that you're alive from the dead? What do you do on a daily basis to help remember this? Thank you. Yes. And I'll make this really quick. It's three things I do. First is that I wake up and I thank God and I talk with him as my father and as my savior. And I ask for guidance and direction. That's, that keeps me focused and keeps me uh, rooted and grounded in why I'm here and what he has done for me. And then secondly, I seek out ways to share his love, share who he is, to be that ambassador for Christ, to be that representative that if I was able to be freed from um, my, my wicked ways and the things that I've done and I've accepted Christ and I'm walking in this new way, then someone else can. So I speak to God. I share his word. I share his love to those, everyone, whether they know him or not. And I do it with a unconditional love, you know, no judgment. Because the more I can love someone else, the more I can show them how and why I act the way I do, then maybe I can help win someone to Christ that they may too walk around and tell their story. So I live to share my story so someone else can share their story. Hmm. Amen. Just sharing with other people what we need to hear. <laughs> right. Thank you, Diana. Willie, what about you? What do you do on a daily level to keep this in front of you? I just say kudos. Uh, Diane summed it up. Huh. Prayer, uh, first acknowledging the Lord in the morning, and then throughout the course of the day, seeking to find out what is the best way I could serve as his ambassador in the earth. Okay, excellent. Sim- very similar. And Peggy, what about you? Well, um, of course, I wake up with prayer. I wake up with prayer. Actually, I'm retired, so God and I have the whole day. We just shoot <laughs> it all day long. And I like to put on the um, music, and that song, Deliver Me. That I need to put on, that I need to hear, because sometimes we think as a minister, pastor, bishop, whatever, that we are so above certain things. But there's some things that we need deliverance from. And what that song does, when that girl starts to sing that song, she sings from her gut. She sings from the Holy Spirit, and it just moves me to a point where I dig down and see what it is that I need to be delivered All from. All right. Thank you, Peggy. So music and prayer again there. And I'm just going to throw the last one in in closing. And that's affirmations, affirming what God says to me is true from his word. That's a big one. And that can be prayer, too. So, hey, thank you so much, everyone, for joining us to all of our guests for being here. I'm Jeff Bird. This is Kingdom Talk. And until next time, God bless you. You have been listening to Kingdom Talk, focusing on conversations with Bible strategies in a complicated marketplace. You can connect with Kingdom Marketplace International on the web. Please visit KingdomMarketplaceintl.com. Thank you for listening to Kingdom Talk.